Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. This newest podcast episode is called Apprehensive Jacob Meets with Esau. It covers Genesis 30, chapter 33, verses 1 through 20. You can also find this at Books of the Bible in smaller chunks at https colon double backslash bible in smaller chunks b-i-b-l-e-i-n-s-m-a-l-l-e-r-c-h-u-n-k-s dot blogspot b-l-o-g-s-p-o-t dot com this was on my heart to write for people in this busy world so they have might have time to read the bible or listen to the bible as they can fit it into their schedules. In doing so, this is Revelations 22 verses 18 through 19 is ever in my mind about not adding to or taking away from what's in the Bible. So in trying to do this that got, to make this that of what God had on my heart for making the books of the Bible in smaller chunks, I was careful because I wasn't sure how you could do this and not alter things but God has shown me different ways to do it so it doesn't alter the meaning and some of the resources and ways he's done this are by using the King James Version of the Bible also with lots and lots and lots of prayers and BibleGateway.com, BibleHub.com and other internet sources as necessary some of the ways that the number of words per chapter or of most chapters are reduced would be by writing numerals, the and ampersand sign and contractions instead of spelling them out, which really doesn't affect the podcast, but it does the blog site. By combining, condensing, and compressing similar words, by paraphrasing at times, by not putting repetitive information in unless the repetitive information includes something that adds to the meaning. If it doesn't add to the meaning, I won't include it. Sometimes I will compress or condense the repetitive words, but, but if it doesn't add in any way to it and it's repetitive I, and I don't include it, it alters the um, verse numbering. So I don't tell you this is verse 14, verse 15, verse 16. I will tell you arranged like I am now that this is gonna cover Genesis chapter 33, verses 1 through 20, so that you will know that the vast majority of what God has on my heart that's important to include will be included. Also, the word he and the word him are quite often used within the same sentence in the Bible. Many times this happens, so I will at times put within brackets who's speaking, who's being spoken to, if I think it will add for clarity. Um, I will sometimes say which is so that's renaming the person or I will say within brackets because I also put sometimes transition words more current terms for words sometimes background information or information that I think might provide possible clarity insight or meaning also got added on my heart to put the information for each of these chapters of the books of the bible in a table where there's like three to six lines, not three to six sentences, but three to six lines of information within each, within each line of the table. And, and being curious about this and 
kindness to be open to why God had this. I've come to the conclusion that it seems to be easier to read, easier to, to comprehend more complex information when that arises. And um, so I've gone back and put all of it into the table. And I actually, in hindsight, think that maybe that's what God had for the books, making the books of the Bible in smaller chunks is more being in the table in smaller chunks so it's easier for people to read and understand than it is reducing the amount of words of the, on, within each of the chapters of the books of the Bible. Also, when there's something that's foretold in the future, I will note it by a red star, which you can't see unless you're on the internet, but I will tell you there's a red star foretelling of a future event. I don't always tell what the future event is because it just depends on what it is. Sometimes a lot of things happen related to a future event that's being foretold. But if it, I can, if the space allows and I'm able to do it in a way that works, I will tell you what was foretold. Also, when I get to the New Testament and Jesus is speaking, that portion will be read. When Jesus speaks, you won't be able to see it. I will tell you Jesus said this because it's in red. And um, I am going to start. Apprehensive Jacob meets with Esau. When Jacob saw Esau coming with the 400 men, he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two handmaids. He put the handmaids and their children first, Leah and her children next. And at the end were Rachel and her children and Jacob, which is, I have Jacob slash Israel because Jacob is renamed Israel by God, but I include both laps. Then Jacob slash Israel crossed over before them, bowed to the ground seven times as he came near his brother. Esau ran to meet Jacob and they hugged, kissed, kissed his neck and wept. When Esau saw the women and children, he asked who they are. And Jacob said, the children whom God has graciously given your servant. All the women and children bowed before Esau when they got near. Esau asked about the large drove I have within brackets of animals. He, he met the drove is, I think, kind of like a herd of animals. He met within brackets on the way. And Jacob slash Israel told Esau they were to find grace in Esau's sight. Esau told him to keep them because he has enough. Jacob slash Israel insisted that Esau take his present if he had found grace in his sight because being seeing Esau pleased him as though he had seen the face of God. Jacob asked Esau to take the blessing he brought to him, which is Esau, because God has dealt graciously with him and he has enough. Jacob urged Esau and he took it. Esau wanted Jacob. And I have within brackets companies to follow him. But Jacob asked that he and the children, flocks and herds, their young, could travel at a pace that they could endure and meet up with Esau and Seir. Um, Esau offered to leave some of his people, his, I have within brackets, people with him. Jacob said he didn't need it, and Esau returned to Seir. Jacob journeyed to Sukkah and built him a house, and I have within brackets, a hut of branches for his cattle, and a hut of branches for his cattle. The name of the place is called Sukkah. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right. I'm trying the best I can. Then Jacob came to 
Shalem, a city of Shechem, in the land of Canaan, and pitched his tent in front of the city. He bought the parcels where he spread his tent from Hamar, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of money. Jacob erected an altar there and called it El El Hoy. It's L E L and then E L O H E. Is Israel, which meant God, the God of Israel. The next time I share a podcast, it will be called Jacob's Sons Taking Revenge for Their Sister Being Defiled, and it'll be over Genesis chapter 34, verses 1 through 31. Please share this with others. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.